0: Hello and welcome to Artbox DV. I'm your host, Jason. In this episode, I went to Miami, Florida to see as many art fairs as I can in 48 hours. I was able to make it to Art Basel, Miami, Untitled Art Fair, and Scope Art Fair. I was also able to make it to Regenisance, an art inspiring and regenerative future, and an opening at Miami Art Society. I got to thinking it's weird to interview yourself about your time in Miami for Art Week. So, I enlisted the help of Cynthia to interview me about my fair-going experiences and why go to art fairs and what tips when one goes to art fairs. So, with that, sit back and relax and enjoy the interview.
1: You just got back from Art Week in Miami. Why were you there?
0: Well, thanks for asking. I went down due to the fact that I couldn't go last year because of the pandemic. And I really wanted to engage again with people uh, in the art world at large. And it's one of the biggest art weeks, art fairs on the planet.
1: So you were there just to see how Miami was responding to, you know, because we know Florida has been suffering a lot from the effects of of the pandemic and was part of it curiosity about how Miami was responding.
0: I was also very curious about how Miami uh, Dade County, how they were responding to to so many people coming. Yeah. Responding to the pandemic. And I also was curious about how people in, within the art community as a whole was also going to react.
1: So while you were attending there, how how did the fairs deal with the pandemic requirements of COVID?
0: So this year went to three fairs. I uh, went to Art Basel and to Untitled and Scope. And all three of them had some things in common. One of them was proof of vaccination and to wear mask while you're inside. And Art Basel had the more of an interest thing. You basically got checked before you went even inside the building. And then once you were inside, there had uh, volunteers with signs that they would hold up or would basically just have on them that said, you know, please wear your mask and or thank you for wearing your mask.
1: Could you please explain the difference between Art Basel in Miami and Art Miami?
0: Well, the differences are not as... Striking and at the same time, very striking. Um, Art Miami uh, was actually around for a good while before Art Basel came to Miami. So it has been kind of a a known fair in the Miami area for quite some time. They also have uh, what I would say like sister fairs or satellite fairs in conjunction with them. And one was Aqua and the other one is Context. Aqua was not held this year due for COVID reasons. And it's held in uh, Aqua Hotel in South Miami Beach, whereas Art Miami and Context are both kind of and in Miami proper uh, near kind of the, not near really the Wynwood area, but kind of south of that. And they have big tent and they kind of share that. So uh, they have, like in Art Miami, they do show major works, uh, major artists, major galleries show up there from around the world. And you could see some pretty well-known artist works for, for sale, basically. Uh, and that's where kind of some commonalities go in with Art Basel Miami is that it, they also have known artists uh, works that you could see and are for sale. A good example is Keith Haring was in a lot of places this year and uh, a well-known artist. We all know who he is. We know his story. And uh, you could purchase some of his work at not just one gallery, but multiple galleries in Art Basel. And the same thing is similar to uh, Art Miami.
1: So is Art Miami the spearhead of, whole, of the whole Art Week? Well,
0: that, that is hard to determine. It's been around for a long time. Art Basel Miami started back uh, in 2002 and uh, they basically had been known for Art Basel an art fair in Basel Switzerland. And so their little conglomerate group decided that they were going to try to open up um, an art fair that would bring together North America and uh, South America to the international crowd Uh, by going to Miami, because Miami is known as kind of the gateway to the South Americas. So they figured it's a great place to have more exposure for South American art as well as North American art. And it's kind of just been growing ever since. And the Art Basel is in the South Miami Beach Convention Center, and it is really big. It's bigger than, than Art Miami. And uh, it also has more of a prestige to it where they had a lot more requirements of galleries in order to show. They have different like tiers and but most all of them have to have uh, like be a gallery for three years or more. They have to have uh, show expeditions or gallery shows multiple times a year in a physical brick and mortar place and not online. So they have more requirements, it's more prestigious. A lot of the more, quote-unquote, blue-chip galleries are there. That's where you could see a lot of the, quote-unquote, blue-chip artists, you know, at, at Basel. But once again, you can also see them in Art Miami.
1: So as a Floridian, so you've watched it grow over over time. And, and Art Week has grown, and the participants in Art Week have grown, and adding Art Basel has, you know,
0: it has grown when Art Basel showed up to the "quote unquote" scene. It exploded, you know. And I like using this analogy about the uh, a mall where you have an anchor store and then you have other smaller stores that are surrounding it. And Art Miami is an anchor store. I also would consider uh, so is Art Basel. Then you have uh, satellite fairs like Untitled and Scope and ink and there's over like 20 fairs going on at the same time so it's it's basically it's why they started saying or why you may hear art week opposed to just you know art miami or art basel miami because there's so many smaller fairs that are going on and it's just a, a gravitation you know the anchor store kind of perspective
1: So outside of the COVID restrictions, to the extent there were any, how was the vibe compared to the previous times you'd been there?
0: Well, what was... What What struck you? What struck me? Well, one of the things that struck me in the three fairs that I was able to go to was it felt more colorful, more happiness um, the people also were very, uh, the gallerists, and even the patrons, including myself, were more upbeat, you know, more engaging, didn't feel the stress in the air as much, you know, because what was interesting when I went to Art Basel, I happened to go, I was there before the doors opened, I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> and uh, you hear the chime, it said that it now open, and so I was able to get through and it was one of those few people, you know, on the floor. And it was just kind of very interesting feeling because it felt like a new day has dawned on me. And it uh, was just kind of this peace and tranquility throughout this whole art fair. And just seeing gallerists scurrying by with their cups of coffee, getting to their their stands or booths before, you know, the crowd comes through. And it was nice just being able to walk down some of the aisles, and it was just me and a couple of the people wandering around. And as the day grew, I started seeing more and more and more people. And by the time I left, it was a lot of people. So it was interesting from that kind of perspective too, that I've never been able to experience before in the other fairs. It's just that this kind of tranquility and that, especially at Art Basel.
1: What did you think as there representing the press? Uh, did you notice? a heavier press presence or did you think it was about the same?
0: I, I felt it was about the same. You know, when you go to these fairs, you're going to see a camera crew. You're going to see a crazy guy like me walking around with a bag that some people mistakenly think is a, a photographer's bag. But no, it's actually my my sound recorder and me. Um, but what I did notice kind of segwaying into this is that i noticed that a lot of the press were around the booths that were doing nfts and that was at all three fairs
1: okay well we're going to get a little deeper into that um later so but i did want to ask you about uh the impact art week has in miami yeah uh, on the larger art world generally what impact does art week have on
0: On Miami itself, but also globally, yeah. Yeah. So let's start with the local. It's quite evident that Art Week is a very big economic powerhouse for Miami as a whole. They didn't have them last year, and it's very evident. A lot of these people were very happy to have the patrons of the arts and gallerists and everyone involved to come back. They always complain about the traffic And but they're also grateful that people are back. And it it is a huge economic driver for Miami. And for a lot of these people who who are working just day-to-day lives, like taxi cabs, which I've taken a lot of, it's like a big push for them before their the holiday season. So they're able to have money for that. In terms of impact for the art world as a whole, as you may recall. In the past, especially back in 2019, there was the banana duct tape to the wall. That's a huge impact globally. Uh, there was a lot of movers and shakers that happened that right in front of your eyes that you won't even know unless you ask. You know, um, I stopped at one booth, and they basically were displaying uh, an Edward Hopper watercolor that's never been out in public before until Art uh, Basel. And so they were selling it you know it wasn't just that they were just you could look at it you could look at it and you can buy it and uh there were other impacts that you may not really feel until sometime later and that's usually what happens at the beginning of the year which is also interesting why they hold it at the end of the year because Miami's weather is pretty good pretty warm it's a lot warmer than Basel Switzerland
1: so what surprised you the the most about art week this time What surprised me
0: the most about Art Week this time, but really what did surprise me was, uh, I mentioned it already, a lot of Keith Haring works were out. Textile arts, I noticed more of those. There was uh, an artist, a group of women from Mexico helped him uh, make a rug loom of uh, two receipts, and the details of like the faded numbers and the faded font, you know that stuff was pretty impressive. And these these receipts, these rugs were huge. But the other thing that really kind of surprised me was um, how much was conversation going around about NFTs. Like Art Basel had Tezos, so it, Tezos was big draw at Art Basel. When I went in there, I had mentioned earlier about the TV crews and what have you. There were, there were a buzz around talking to the Tazos people. Uh, they even had their own separate little room for uh, talks and discussions. They had an interactive, you can make your NFT, uh special NFT of our, in Art Basel that you can have in a, a crypto wallet. Uh, very interactive. A lot of people were asking how to do it and this, that, and the other. It had a huge draw. And then when I went to Untitled, like literally the one of the first booths I went to was dealing with NFTs and then, of course, also in Scope, not only was there one booth or stand a group of people doing NFTs, there were two. Super rare, and the Hash Mask made NFTs. And Hash Mask big deal was that that you can change the names of the NFT card to whatever name you would want.
1: So they had their own booth.
0: So they had their own booth. Yeah, they had uh, some kind of. They're uh, NFTs. You could collect these, and then once you do, you can change the name of it if you're the owner of that NFT. And then if you were to sell this NFT, then, then the new owner can also change the name.
1: So there were two exhibitors that were specifically dedicated to NFTs, and that would be hash masks and Rare.
0: And Super Rare, yeah. That's what surprised me because back in 2019, leave it to scope, they actually had discussions about uh, digital art at the time and about Basically, the emphasis of, of uh, NFTs and crypto art, and of course, when I walk in the door at Scope, once again, they're having a panel discussion about NFTs. <laughs> so, <laughs> leave it to Scope to do that.
1: So, the, yeah, the, uh, so there were a couple booths just teaching people about what NFTs are. So, there were some pop-up right. booths, and then there were just around town. There were some.
0: There was there was around town, yeah, and uh, we had gone to another kind of offsite in Little Haiti, uh, this kind of wellness and being kind of uh, event of, of for art, and even there they were talking about NFTs. So you could not escape NFTs, and I was surprised by that. It was just everywhere, because like I said earlier, I was curious about how the effects of COVID or the pandemic of COVID had, you know, taken hold. And I was quite shocked to see that it, people were dealing with and talking about it, but it really was NFTs everywhere.
1: So if if you had to say what surprised you the most about Art Week, it was how much there was about How NFTs. much
0: there were about NFTs everywhere.
1: Why is uh, Art Basel the must-see fair?
0: It... Has a reputation. Like I said earlier, it has this prestigious reputation. The booths, in some cases, are a lot bigger. It's a in a bigger space. Miami Beach uh, Convention Center is pretty big. It's like something crazy, like sixty, hundred, thousand square feet or something like that. Um, don't quote me on that, but it's it's huge and it's so dense. If you were to compare all of the Art Fair maps to it you know, they're in in towards the end of the alphabet in terms of naming the booths. Um, they also have programming built into the booths. So does Untitled. And so does SCO. Most of them do, but theirs, they literally will have them, these programmings that uh, you, you could go and see, and then you can go see the booth or indoor the gallery that represents the stuff that they've done. So it it's definitely prestigious in that sense. It's not just a fair where you go buy art it's also fair that you go look at art. Um, there was one booth that, now I need to basically contact the, the person that was in the booth to really find out what was going on. But So I went into one booth at Art Basel, and it being Art Basel, it, the, the booth was painted white walls, had drywall screws up where you would have paintings, and there was only one painting up. And it was on kind of the right side of the wall. It wasn't in the center or anything like that. And the person was sitting at what looked like a card table, nothing fancy. And the painting basically had a shovel and some buzzards. So it was kind of very ominous. And I didn't have a chance to talk to this person about what's going on with one painting in Art Basel. And it's... Kind of just what our Basel does, you know some of these galleries I spoke to that other fairs and our Basel would tell me that they were doing very robust sales and i'm I'm happy to hear that you know uh you know nothing's wrong with selling artwork and making a living, and so it was really nice to hear that a lot of these uh galleries were were doing well in that regard,
1: so as you went through the booths as you went to the different fairs, give folks an idea about the kinds of conversations you had. As you went from booth to booth and from fair to fair, you have a flavor of the conversations.
0: A lot of it for me was personal aesthetics came into play. If something caught my eye, I would want to talk to the gallerist and say, oh, that is a very interesting piece. Who is this artist? And they would give me some background. And other times it was plain and simple, I just had a quick question there was going back to our there was this one gallerist that uh, had this huge statue of another painter that uh, a sculptor made out of wax and the wax was different colors like the the painter had uh, white overalls and blue jacket and the the piece was easily 12 feet tall so I had to ask because it really did, in my opinion, look like marble. And I wasn't about to touch it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I can't afford that. And so I asked the gallerist, is this, please bear with my ignorance, is this marble? And he's like, no, it's actually wax. And um, so it was questions like that. Sometimes it was something as silly as basically eye contact. We'd make eye contact with each other and i go, hey, how are you? And it was just a basically simple icebreaker. But when they had other patrons in the booths or in the stands, I basically quickly made an exit because, you know, I'm there to look at art and talk about it. They're there to talk about it and sell it.
1: So for folks who haven't gone, why should they go?
0: For the people who have not gone, they should go. I recommend that they go to as many fairs as they can possibly and humanly take because, uh, and I've talked about this in great detail before, you can easily develop what is known as art fatigue. But before I get into the, the kind of dark side of why you should go, you should go because it's a chance to see uh, a lot of art in one place. Even if you end up going to just literally one fair, you're going to see a lot and you could easily spend a full day at these fairs. They have talk backs, they have panelists, there's interactive things. You can look at all the booths, take your time. And, you know, the galleries are probably going to be the most approachable in this environment than if you were to go to their galleries. And so I think that's a golden opportunity for you to do that. And they're not crazy expensive either.
1: So would you say that it'd be useful for people who are interested in art generally as well as art market or? Would, yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So to kind of restate that. So, yeah, if you if you are a collective of art, you are pretty much going to be at these fairs already. If you are an enthusiast, which I have seen tons of enthusiasts there, they get so enthused, it's like they cosplay play as art pieces themselves that go because they're just huge, such huge fans of, of visual art. You're definitely going to go if you're a huge fan. If you're a casual bystander kind of thing, I think you really should go because it gives you an idea of where the art world is at this moment in time and you have exposure to what that is. You may not fully understand what some of these pieces are and the stories behind them, but you're being exposed to that, and that's very important, to, to me anyway.
1: So let's say that you're a student or a young person. Is it possible to get a feel for what Art Week has to offer if you don't have the resources to purchase you know tickets to all of these events is would you be able to get a an idea or f- feel a sense of what's going on in in the art world with limited with funds? funds
0: yeah i think so the all these art fairs are really have art students and educators and students in general in mind all of them have really good discounts for students to go uh, yeah, so they still have to pay to get in, but like I think Scope, as an example, is $20 to get into Scope. And I think you can find 20 bucks. I think that it's, once again, it, not to feel like you're going to be intimidated by looking at all these others work and going, oh, that person's better than me kind of approach. It's still letting you know what's out there, what's going on. Not necessarily in terms of trends, it, that's true, but also just in terms of what's out there. It, it really will help a student and especially as someone who's doing a career in the visual arts kind of uh, see where things are at now and where they may be going.
1: So if they did go, as opposed to, you know, Washington, D.C., the DMV area where most of the galleries are, are free. Yeah, the museums. Uh, well, the, and well, you don't have to pay to get to many galleries and the museums are free. That's true. Yeah. Would they be able to have a similar experience?
0: Yes, they would have a very similar experience, especially if you are a student, or a student in the DMV area and you were to go down to Miami. It definitely would be a lot more festive atmosphere. I will say that. And you can always potentially run into people that you follow on Instagram. I ran into uh, Butch from the Museum of Wonder. And I hope to talk to Butch, do a sit-down interview with him in the near future so you never know who you may run into and that's the other kind of buzz and an excitement of of going down to art week
1: so you do uh, have some ideas about how to pace yourself as you go as you participate in in art week what are some of your tips for anyone who does make it down there
0: well first and foremost comfortable shoes and bring another pair of shoes uh if you are an avid outdoor hiker. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Bring an X pair of shoes. Uh, bring comfortable clothing. It is going to be warm, you know, and so why wear a wool coat out in Miami Beach? Because then people would look at you funny, I guess. Well, I mean, local Miamians would think that you're fine, <laughs> but wear something comfortable. Uh, wear comfortable shoes if you want to dress up and and participate in kind of like being art visual art cosplay. play. I'm not against that, but just remember you're going to be on your feet all day and you're gonna be doing a lot of walking. let me say that again. You're doing a lot of walking. This isn't like some screwed up special effect. I really mean it. You're going to be doing a lot of walking. So you need to make sure you're pace yourself in terms of also don't rush. Don't run. I mean, why? Supposed to take time and enjoy it. And you can get blisters on your feet. Um, and if you're doing something like what I do, where I try to uh, try to go to two fairs a day, that is intense. And as a result, you have to take a quote-unquote visual break. One of the cool things about unlimited and even scope is that if you take a visual break, because you can get art fatigue like I mentioned earlier, is that you can go look at the ocean. You know, There's this beautiful blue ocean out there you can look at and take a break from. Because art fatigue is you start to look at everything and everything starts just to blur in your mind and you just start to looking at, you're not really concentrating anymore at details of work and why a gallery brought certain works to these fairs. So it's important to take advantage of taking breaks. I had our Basel, They have multiple little lounge areas inside, which is very nice. So you can sit down in a lounge area and... um their lounge areas seem to be very designed, kind of um, uh, in a nature, uh, holistic type way.
1: Would you, as part of your tips, would you recommend that people try to go outside of the the main kind of campus yeah. of Yes, uh, of uh, our well, week?
0: that goes almost without saying, you know, because like I said, if you are someone who's never been before. Most people, and including myself, would say you're gonna have to hit up Art Basel as one of your top three. Um, the way they have these art fairs set up is, like I said, you go to South Beach, or you go, or excuse me, to Miami Beach, which is a separate community, uh, and that's where you find some of a lot of fairs over there. And because you could literally spend the whole your whole trip there, but then you're also neglecting going to um, Art Miami contacts and also for a lot of people a big popular one is Winwood Walls everyone loves Winwood Walls I, I also recommend that you make a pilgrimage to there though this year i wasn't able to make it to Winwood and i'm probably going to get some flack for that i was able to go to a, a gallery opening um in the design district area which is kind of not far from Winwood uh, to um, Miami Art Society had an opening. Baghead curated it. Baghead is one of the artists also in the show. Uh, there are a lot, of, a lot of artists in that show, and some of them I had interviewed for, uh, for the show from DC Wall, so it was kind of nice to see that kind of DC Wall represent there. I would recommend try to find an offbeat thing like that. It's not necessarily offbeat, but, you know, because the uh, Miami Art Society was also at scope. Uh, with that all being said, you should try to find one of the smaller off the beaten path kind of art fair. Uh, Cause like you could go back to what you said, main campus approach is that you could think of uh, art. Miami as one campus and then art Basel is another campus. So once again, for someone who hasn't gone do a quick internet search, just figure out which fairs you want to hit. Uh, it also kind of does revolve around your aesthetics and your taste. If you're someone who likes classic stuff, Art Basel in Art Miami, you know, if you're into more contemporary and thought-provoking type stuff, you know, Windward Walls, Scope, and Untitled, you know, or one of my top, you know, also. And then literally walk around and you can find other art fairs. They just, they pop up out of nowhere. Like I said, there's 20 or more art fairs that happen during this whole week. You, it's hard to go to all of them.
1: And They do have a, a trolley system for South Beach to get around, and they do have, which is helpful.
0: There is actually a bus that will can take you from Art Basel to Art Miami, which is actually a beautiful thing. So that if you are someone who's on a budget, you could, you know, and have patience, you could take the bus from Art Basel to Art Miami. And I, I forget how often this thing runs, but it does. And to keep in mind is that, where our Basel is, it's basically pretty much close to the beach, so you have to go over a bridge because it's the intercoastal, and then you go into Miami. And as we all know, bridges create traffic, and it's back up. So it would normally take you off any other time of the year in Miami to go into Miami or into the beach area. You find yourself um, waiting about 30 minutes to get there, where otherwise it takes like seven. But once again, you're there to experience art and traffic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, anytime you can get off your feet would be a, would be welcome.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, thanks very much for, you know, talking about your experience there at art week.
0: Yeah. Thank you for, for kind of being the interviewer. I know that, uh, what are your many roles, <laughs> unexpected roles working with, with art box DMV? And one day I promised to, to, to pay you more than just in <laughs> stickers.
1: Yeah, where are my stickers?
0: I want to say thank you to Art Basel Miami, Untitled Art Fair, and Scope Art Fair. And a special thank you to Cynthia for interviewing me. To hear this episode and past episodes, go to the website at artboxdnv.com. And don't forget, Artboxdnv is on Instagram at artboxdnv. Until next time, thank you for listening.